the BTSE 365 podcast. I'm a work of art, man. I'll crush your ice game. I'm not a like, man. You need to rob a dice game. Tell it like a white man. Party like a rock band. The so ice and bike gang. Making lanes talk change. God damn, put your mind. You done did that shit again. Deep, deep in the earth so that you can have a change. My body roll on like a acid, but hold me no Mexican. So ice and entertainment. You can write it on me, man. On the center of the stage with no tank top. For the block, I'm showing every tattoo I got. be there for this Gucci man. Y'all might be here for this Gucci, but y'all had to be there for that Gucci. You just had to be there, man. You just had to be there. This this Gucci man was a little different. This Gucci man was a little different than the new Gucci man. This was gone off that drink, off the weed, fresh off probably robbing somebody damn near Gucci man. <laughs> Fine on somebody outside Gucci man. That's that's Hey, I'm all for people getting better, doing better, progressing and growing. So I ain't saying I want this Gucci Mane back. I'm just saying I miss that Gucci Mane as far as bars, bro. Like, he still got some bars, but, yeah. State versus Rajik Davis, yeah, yeah, hey. Anyway, appreciate y'all tuning in. However you tuning in, wherever you tuning in, you see the sign. Over there. Yeah. I'm ashy today. Yeah, it'd be all right. See the sign over there? <laughs> see it on the hoodie. Shout out to uh, Raw Wolf Clothing. Y'all see that? That's some exclusive. Check out the detail. This stitched, y'all. This ain't no, you know what I'm saying? This stitched, you, there's grooves in there. Shout out to Raw Wolf Clothing, man. Some real exclusive stuff. Straight out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, where we starting today, man? I hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, shout out to my god sister, Ebony. Her and Chaz, they got married. It was a beautiful ceremony over the weekend. Uh, love, man. You know, love, love, man. I'm talking about brother the song, a song tour that he wrote. All the women in there, oh, that's so sweet. I mean, it was a good song, too. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Baby. <laughs> He, she sat in the rocking chair and listened to him. It was so sweet. It was so sweet. It was so sweet, man. I'm glad I got to see my people, man. I love seeing my love seeing my extended family. You know, the friends. You know, they say that's the family you choose. So it's always good to see them, man. They always good to see brothers, sisters, mothers, you know what I'm saying, that didn't birth you but helped get you through, you know what I'm saying, your adolescence, your teen years, your your, your – preteen years and if need be your adult years you know what i'm saying so it's always good to see that man the fathers who put they 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 spin on life to you even though you got a father but you know and he a present father you know active father and all that but it's always good to be able to see other brothers other men who got their own families and they raising kids your age and they trying to teach you and them at the same time 
all, you know what I'm saying, all within respect for everybody's situation. So it's always good to be able to, you know, go back home and kick it with the loved ones, man. That's always a good thing. Um, but, yeah, you know, over the weekend they had a big fight. If you if you listen to my pod, you know I I rock with boxing now. I'm a I'm a boxing fan, and we had us one over the weekend. Now, if you a legit fan of the sport, not the names, not the, and I'm not gonna sit here and say I watch boxing on ESPN every time it's on, or PBC every time it's on, but I'm a student of the sport in my own way. Uh. This was a fight that's been, it was, the buildup was slow. It was long, slow, long. If you, you know, Lomachenko, he's Ukrainian. He don't, he don't do a lot of the talk, you know, the selling of the fights, the, the, all of that. Um, he bought his business. Now, he only had 19 professional fights coming into this. He's 35 years old. He had 19 professional fights. Um. The last loss he had was in 2020 when Tiafimo Lopez took the belts off of him. So before that, you know, it had been another pretty extended time, extended period before he had lost. And if you watch the fight, he's going against a young Devin Haney. Still, if you watch Haney, if you've seen any of his fights, I saw the Cambosas fight. And two or three fights previous, prior, excuse me. And, of course, I had to check them out on YouTube some years ago when I first started hearing about this young kid, you know, the dream. And what's going on? You know, Floyd Mayweather, junior protege again type stuff. Not necessarily protege, but definitely business-wise and stuff like that, he's, he's kind of taking that path. Now, he undefeated 20-plus fights. 20, I think he was 29-0, 28-0 at the time. So, if I'm wrong, just fact check me. Y'all know how I go. So, I'm coming into the fight with an open mind, but I thought Haney would win. In the Twitter sphere, I was tweeting, hey, Haney, I thought Haney was going to knock him out, but I thought wrong. You know what I'm saying? He's not necessarily a quote-unquote power puncher. He's only had 15 knockouts out of 20-plus fights but i'm i'm looking at like loma's 35 he might have lost a step um but i was wrong i was i was all the way wrong and i don't mind admitting it while watching the fight i had mixed emotions um i thought devin haney fought a great fight because if you look at the numbers because we're talking about the sweet science it's boxing now if you look at the numbers he was better. If you if you take away the names and just look at the numbers, take away the faces, look at the numbers, who was the better fighter? And all throughout the fight, he was more efficient. He was landing more power punches. He was landing more jabs. He was just because, okay, you heard the phrase, just because you talking louder don't mean you right. If you heard that phrase, then you know what I mean when I say this. That just means just because you're more active, it's just like that in boxing. If Just because you throw more punches don't mean you winning. It don't mean you winning. Just because you 
threw 700 punches, and I only threw four. But out of your 700 punches, you landed 157. Out of my 400 punches, I landed 293. I'm better than you in that. You know what I'm saying? You just threw a lot of punches. That's all I'm saying. So let me hit this yak. Excuse me. So when I look at it, I'm watching the fight start to finish. The entrances was weird as hell, but that's another story. Um, I'm watching this fight, and I noticed that every time Haney would get hit clean, Lomachenko would get hit clean. Like, like Haney, he might he might take a couple shots. I know that he's gonna take a couple shots now. If Lomachenko, all of them, if Lomachenko was a little more powerful. Haney might have been knocked out because Haney took a couple of clean shots. A couple of clean shots. Nose got busted. But you couldn't tell in his face after the fight that he had been in a fight. But Lomachenko's face looked kind of, you know, bruised up under his eyes and whatnot. But the fight, I think it was a great fight. I'm not, I, I'm, hold on. Let me not say it. I think it was a very good fight. Let me say that. I think it was a very good fight. I don't think anybody would say that they were cheated out of the action. Um, it was very active. They both took each other to the ground a couple of times. I don't know what that was about. They wrestling and shit. Um, but it was a good fight. For everybody talking about Haney, I mean, the judges robbed Lomachenko. Y'all ain't really watching boxing. I ain't going to say the man lost convincingly, but I will say – if your outcome, if the outcome of the fight would have been anything other than a draw or a split decision win for Haney, I would have been upset. Even though I text my cousin and said, man, I think, I think, I think Lomo won. I think they're gonna give it to him. And then as I look back, I'm watching the fight and I'm like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Cause he's just cause he's throwing more punches don't mean nothing. I'm saying it just don't mean nothing to me. Now, one sixteen to one twelve is pretty egregious. I can I can attest to that. That's that's that was pretty egregious. That was that was that was a bogus scorecard. But I wouldn't be upset with a draw or a split decision win for Haney just because when you are the champion and everybody who watches boxing should know this. You ain't got to be no savant to understand this. You hear it all the time. You see it all the time. If you are the champion, the challenger has to beat you. And when they beat you, you know you've been beat. You know you got beat. They know. When I say they, I'm talking about the fans. The people know you got beat. Some folks, I saw Nelly and some other people online talking about he got robbed. Man, y'all stop it. Stop it right now. With that performance, you ain't going to take nobody belt. Shit. He can't take my Levi's belt with that performance. You the champion, what you doing? I mean, you the, you the challenger, what you doing? Yeah, you were active, but it was a lot of, you know, seeing the Rick Ross video. <sighs> a lot of, hey, man, look. If you trying to take somebody championship belt, you got to take it. 
Ric Flair said to be the man, you got to beat the man. And Lomo, you didn't beat him. He didn't beat him. He didn't beat him. He didn't beat him. He, he you know, in the ring, he called himself trying to be humble and all that. Bruh, it is what it is. If you ain't knock him down, not at least one time, then I mean, hey, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't knock him down one time, what are we talking about now? What are we talking about now? I need you to knock him down at least once if you're trying to be the champion. But, nah, you, ain't, you wasn't trying to be the champion. You, you, you wasn't trying to be the champion. You know what I'm saying? It, it is okay. It's okay. I, hold on, let me not say that. People going to be like, Big, you wrong. He was trying to be the champion. My bad. He was trying to be the champion. He just... He came up short in his boxing. It happens. Um, it really does. So we gotta we gotta move on to the next man. You know we gotta move on to the next man. Before we do though, I just want to say shout out to Upkeep Cleaning Service, best cleaning service in the land. Tell them Big sent you. You might get five dollars added. You might get five dollars off. But $5 is going to be in the mix somewhere in there. You know what I'm saying? Just tell them I sent you and see what happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might get some education. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But you tell them I sent you. If you ain't watching on YouTube and you listening, the number is 901-701-7226. I'm going to repeat that. 901-701-7226. Commercial residential, they do it all, tell them I sent you, I promise you, you might get a surprise, or they might be like, oh, okay, they're good to know. <laughs> and? <laughs> and? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, um, we talking about cleaning, and, uh, I mean, it could be some sweeps going on in the NBA. This, this for the conference uh, finals, man. The, the the Lakers, the Lakers fighting hard tonight. By the time, whenever y'all see this, the game will be over. So we shall see. But you know, the Lakers trying not to get swept. I don't know about the Boston Celtics though, boy. They they looking real funny out here. They looking real funny now. Looking real funny, real funny, real funny. Uh, this dude here. I don't know how true it is if he Michael Jordan's love child or not. <laughs> look it up. It's it's a rabbit hole I went down before. It's just look it up. Um, but uh, playoff Jimmy, <laughs> that boy cold man. That boy good. That boy good. And the the Heat just keep getting better and better. It seems like they not playing like an eight seed. They not playing like an eight seed. They not playing like an AC Boston with the shit out here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who fucking who gal or whatever the discourse is because you know it's going to come out if they get swept. You know it's going <laughs> to. Whatever it is, it's going to come out. Now everybody blaming Joe Mazzula. He was a head coach of the year candidate. He in his first year. The team was just in the NBA Finals last year. Now he the problem. 
you got to find a fall guy. Could he be fired after his first year? They did give him a contract, so they're going to give him a contract after basically firing Emei Udoka. He could have came back after the year, but it was too much stink because he was out here effing around with somebody's wife or wives or whoever, and he shouldn't have been messing with them. He should have been messing with somebody else that wasn't associated with the Boston Celtics. That's neither here nor there. Or how about he shouldn't have been whatever. I can't tell a grown man what they can and can't do or a woman what they can and can't do, but I will say this. He shouldn't have been shitting where he was sleeping. Anyway, let me go here. Is it really just time that the Boston Celtics organization as a whole realizes that the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown experiment, it needs to cease and desist? Yeah, you got two really good players. But it ain't clicking. And I know they're young, but it ain't clicking. And Marcus Smart is a tough guy and good defender. It ain't clicking. And Grant Williams, I know you want a big contract, brother, but uh, it ain't clicking. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shit, big. It ain't clicking. It ain't clicking. So we got to, you know what I'm saying, we got to make some shake because Jimmy Butler. <laughs> All I know is it's a race to see who can get done quicker. Denver got a chance to do it tonight. When you hear this in the morning, you would, you would know whether or not they did or didn't. But Miami got a chance tomorrow night at home to end this series and get some rest. Tyler Hero may be back, even though they playing real good ball without him. So, hey, don't be in no hurry, brother. If it ain't right, it ain't right. Just wait on it. I'm here to tell you right now that Jalen Brown gonna be traded. Uh, Marcus Smart might get traded. The coach, I don't think going nowhere. I know coaches always get fired. In this instance, I don't think he gonna get fired. I know he's young, but they got a talented roster. They got some trade assets. Telling you right now, they about to make a change. Um, the Denver Nuggets ain't making no changes. They need to keep doing what they're doing. They've been a few years in the making on this. Boston at least made it to the finals last year. The Nuggets hadn't. They got a chance to do it for the first time in team history. I hate to even be talking like this about a Kentucky Wildcat, but Jamal Murray, 30 points in three straight games in the Western Conference Finals? Sheesh. Joker big traveling ass be out there doing his move too. Michael Porter Jr., I don't know. He hey, he's 6'10, he can shoot, he can rebound, he can defend. I don't know. But but he gonna he clicks someday. He like Anthony Davis. Some days he on, some days he off. But right now, it's a deep team. They loaded. They got guys who can come in and make shots. They got guys who are not afraid of the moment. They got guys who are not afraid of the Lakers. Like a KCP who's still mad at the Lakers. Every time he play against him, it's like he want to go for 50. Every time he play against him, he want to go for 50. He might only get 12. But he playing like he going for 50. So, these folks hungry, man. They hungry, bro. They hungry, bro. 
Shout out to Team Vibe. We talking about hunger, man. Look, I gotta, I gotta make an apology. You know what I'm saying? I, I apologize. I picked against Team Vibe. I did. I told, I told the GM. I thought prime time win, but I also said it with a caveat. I said if, if, if Vibe got about seven players. Then they could win. I said they only got six. I don't know. They had a player show up to make number seven towards the end of their first game. They won the second game against the defending champions. It was a great game. Um, Vibe took an early lead. Didn't let it go. Didn't let it go. If you was watching that game, if you're a young player, that's how it's done right there. If you're a young coach, you got to see how your team persevered like when hey they gave them no chances no chances so shout out to all of them they picture right here shout out to my girl big zoe not the little one you know what i'm saying shout out to q the three-point contest with us shout out to oj woo ice nisi v die hey there's pace in the back right there shout out to all of them man they, they do a great job they put it all on the line every sunday they don't cheat the game they play the game the right way. They play together. They play hard. They they play smart, man. This, this is a team right here. Like, they smart basketball players. Both teams that played in the championship, they they smart teams, man. Like, they that's why they play for the championship. This is why Vibe is always in the conversation. This is why Primetime is always in the conversation. They play smart, man. Team basketball and smart basketball, it wins. It wins. And shout out to Miss Gabrielle Wade on being the leading scorer in the league and rebounder and the MVP of the league. She's not pitcher, but she's dope. She did a she did a phenomenal job this year with the soldiers. I mean, hey, we talking about we talking about numbers, right? Oh yeah, yeah. See, look, I'm I'm one of the, I don't do this on social media. I don't get excited like this. I don't be happy for little retweets and stuff like this. Actually, I do be happy for it. I ain't gonna flex. But I don't ever really talk about it. But Isaiah Thomas, man, we, we talking about She Got Game. That's me and Pace. That's the uh, the GM, the commish for She Got Game 615. Shout out to her. Um, But I rock jerseys. If you know me, if you follow me on social media, you know I'm a jersey guy. That's just my thing. I got about 10, 11 jerseys now over the last year. I've been slowly but surely collecting them. You know, you might see me in on the show with a jersey on. Uh, so Sunday I decided to rock my Isaiah Thomas jersey. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because Zeke be getting a bad name out here. Folks be talking about he a hater and all this other stuff. And you got folks like uh, like uh, Steven Jackson who uh, kikiing and laughing about him on one, on one of his shows. And in the other show he forgot that Zeke, the reason why he stayed in the league after the commissioner called him, and he had to call Zeke, you know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. Um, but folks got to put some respect on Zeke, bro. Like, he's one of the best guards ever. He's a top 75 player. He's a two-time NBA champion. So I just, this, you know, this morning I just had to shout him out. Like, hey, shout out to Zeke, man. Salute. The brother retweeted me. said, let it be known. So I got to let it be known. Like, I'm looking at his numbers, and if you didn't know, he was rookie of the year, drafted in 1981, 82 season. Um, 
played in 72 games. He, in two seasons, it was only two seasons where he played less than 60 games. But just listen to these numbers now. 17 and 8, that's rookie year. These are points and assists now. As a guard in the 80s and early 90s, if you remember basketball in those years, the guard wasn't the main focal point, especially a point guard that was under six foot four. You know what I'm saying? But this dude, 17 and 8, 23 and 8, 21 and 11, 21 and 14, 21 and 11, 21 and 10, 19 and 8, 18 and 8, 18 and 9 championship, 16 and 9 championship, 18 and 7, 18 and 8, 15 and 7. Now, big, those numbers, those, especially last year, don't sound all that great. That don't sound like no. But, bruh, he had four straight years of 20 and 10 at least with points and assists as a small guard in the NBA in the 80s. Y'all got to stop it. Y'all got to stop it. Y'all got to stop it, man. They beat the Lakers in the finals. They beat the Bulls. They were whooping the Bulls. They were beating up on Jordan. Look at this. Jordan got in the league in 84-85. His rookie year, Isaiah averaged 21 and 14. 21 points and 14 assists. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. 21 and 11, 21 and 10, 19 and 8. Like, these are in the 80s now. In the 80s. So, y'all stop disrespecting him, man. He said let it be known. I'm going to let it be known. I'm going to let it be known. Also, I'm going to let it be known. Hey, shout out to the my my favorite, my favorite player right here. Let me, let me get this Zeke off the screen. Hey, shout out to Zeke again. But my favorite player. Carmelo motherfucking Anthony. 19 seasons in the NBA. Number nine on the all-time scoring list. Champion at Syracuse as a freshman. Three-time gold medalist. Man, bro, salute to Melo. I hate how the league did my boy over the last four years, four, five years. It was, it was, it's. It's been bullshit going on around, you know, on his name since Phil Jackson did some some fuck shit. Um, Dan Tony, like, bro, I'm gonna just say this: Carmelo Anthony is quite possibly the best scorer of the basketball in the last thirty plus years. Like, just strictly buckets. You're looking at him. He quite possibly could be that. It could be the last 30, yeah, 35 years, 30. I mean, bro. Nobody was a bucket like Melo. Get him on that block. Going to work. Syracuse, him and Hakeem Ward, bro. He the reason Jim Beheim wasn't fired sooner. Jim Beheim was getting paid for the last 20 years off debt. <laughs> he had another 20 years because of this guy. So 
Shout out to Carmelo Anthony. If you hating on him, if you been hating on him, stop your shit. He one of the best to ever do it, one of the best to ever lace it up. And, hey, job well done, man. Career career was was great. He never won a ring. I ain't going to lie. I'm the guy who thought he'd be better than, Carme- uh, better than LeBron James. I'm the guy who thought he'd have a better career than LeBron James. I am. I And I'm here to say if he would have been drafted by the Detroit Pistons like they were supposed to do, then he might would have had a better career. That's all I'm going to say. It's a team sport. He got drafted to the Denver Nuggets. No disrespect. George Carl, that was just not the right situation for this personality type. Detroit would have protected him more. They would have they would have loved on him more. They they would have they would have showed him the right things to do. He had he would have had strong veteran leadership. You know what I'm saying? Like he got Chauncey Billups, yeah, but that was after Billups was in Detroit. Um, he would have been there with Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace and and Chauncey and Riff at the time. Like it would have been a whole different situation. So. That's all I'm saying, man. Y'all put some respect on Melo as well. Quit, quit, quit playing, man. Y'all quit playing out here, man. For real, just, just y'all stop playing. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really over here thinking to myself, like, hey, y'all bogus. <laughs> hey, that's all I got for y'all, man. Hey, peace. BTSC 365. <laughs> what we playing? I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Every dog had his day, man. Every dog. And you know I'm not a dog. Gucci. So I said, Entertainment. So I said, Baby. Gucci. Yeah. Yo, the great baby. Yo, look. Put it through the link, man. Put the link up, man. Say, uh-huh. told mine, these uh-huh. trucks over here, buddy. I'm a dog, 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 I'm a dog. Like a dog, huh? Feel 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 like a dog, huh? Feel